It's 11.02, time for the Duke of Pipso. It's 11.02 Central Standard Time, and welcome to the Duke of Pipso podcast, coming to you live from the 60th Munich Security Conference at the Hotel Bayerischer Hof in Munich. I'm Martin. And I'm Matt. And now Matt is looking for anyone who might want to talk to us. The conference actually ended on Sunday. Yeah. That doesn't mean I, someone doesn't want to talk to us, but it's, I guess, it, I guess no one's going to teach us how to pronounce Hotel Beiderischerhof. Yeah. Maybe which, that's why no one's around. Well, it's a nice hotel if you're yes. in Munich. Yeah, it's very, very sort of severe architecture. Do you think it's problematic that they have this security conference in Munich, or do you think that's the point? Uh, why? Are you talking about the Olympics? The no, terrorism? Peace in our time, Matt. Peace in our time. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. if you don't know what that means, uh, look it up, but be careful the websites that leads you to. I'm not into the Beatles, really, but I'll, you know, whatever. Um, My favorite British band are the Beach Boys. Yeah. Yeah. From the the cliffs of Dover, the beaches. That was what was funny. They they were surfing everywhere. Right. It was a thing. Still popular, probably not as much. Right. So, Matt. Yeah. I heard they have a little bit prepared for us. You, what do you mean? Something that we don't know about you? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, sure, I do. So, yeah, I don't know, you know. Well, we'll just let the listeners decide if this is really interesting or not. But so, uh, you know, our, Martin, you and I, and probably a good portion of our listeners are familiar with uh, the two teams, our summer teams, Everybody is on one or the other, Army or Navy. Uh, Navy I am, is the I'm on thing. Army. You're on Navy. So we're just, we're just, we're living the, the truth that people can, can meet in the middle and they can be from two different places in That's their true. worlds and still come together. And I thought you might be interested to know, Martin, that, uh, Although I was not personally in the military, uh, my dad was, and my dad was in the army. And he you was too. He was a judge advocate general. Oh, right. So Jag. he was an army lawyer. He was a jag too, by the way, a huge jag. Um. Anyway, um, and but here if. Even if you just can't believe, you can't believe that would really be true, because I'm sure that's what everybody's thinking. What? Wow, Matt's in the army in the summer, and his dad was in the army? That's crazy. My grandfather, my dad's dad, was in the Navy, Martin. So why did your dad sort of buck his family tradition then and join the army? Did you ever ask him? You know, I didn't. Um, I didn't. 
probably just because, you know, my dad was a teenager in the 50s and he hung out with greasers. And so his dad probably did not approve of him, his behavior, you know, his like smoking cigarettes and rolling his jeans up and wearing white socks with black shoes and stuff like that. Um, And like making his car like into a hot rod, stuff like that. So he probably was like, I'm going to, I'm going to stick it to you, dad. I'm going to go into the army instead. Sounds like Um, you won. Also, my dad went in and this, you have this, we have this in common. My dad went into the military for probably the most, like the least patriotic possible reasons. Um, Although, you know, anyway, he would admit that, or he did tell me that as a kid, he just went so they would pay for his law school, which they did. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Well, no, I didn't say there was anything wrong with that. But anyway, but I, I've seen. I seen his discharge papers. He stayed in the army like three years and like two days or something like that, which is like probably his anniversary was on a Sunday and the office wasn't open. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So anyway, that's all something you didn't know about me or uh, my father and his father. Wow. Well, um, I looking at our notes, I think I skipped this. I think I did it on purpose, even though probably I, wouldn't admit it publicly, but I have this note here. Apparently, Marmat feels bad. Feels like they've been creeping up in our business too much, and he oh, wanted no. to come on and just say a couple things. Oh, okay, good. Okay. Greetings, Martin and Matthew. I want to cut right to the bone. I would like to apologize for not knowing my place. I had forgotten my job is to supply all of your jokes and run your Instagram page. I almost flew too close to the sun. Tam Ram got a special gift for Matthew to show how sorry we are. Well, that sounds really good. Wow. Hold on. Greetings, esteemed listeners, to a revelation of clandestine elegance on the Duke of Pizzo podcast. Picture this. With the stealth of a digital ninja, I, Tamram, clandestinely employed lasers and webcams to clandestinely capture Matt's measurements. Secretly and seamlessly. I orchestrated the commissioning of a bespoke suit from the prestigious Savile Row tailor, Anderson and Shepards. This sartorial masterpiece, crafted with precision and panache, now graces Matt's frame, transforming him into a paragon of tailored sophistication. Let us marvel at the fusion of technology and tradition, as Matt strides forth in sartorial splendor, courtesy of the enigmatic Tamram. Did you get a really expensive British suit recently? So I, when we were talking before we started the show, I didn't have a chance to tell you that my dream has always been, and you can ask a lot of people this, to have a custom suit made for me in London by a tailor on Savile Row. So you would think I would have brought this up earlier, but no, I hadn't. I did get I haven't looked at it yet. It's still in the suit bag. That's amazing. How do you feel that it sounds like he measured you secretly when you weren't paying attention through your webcam? Well, I did feel like some tingling and like arousing, like touching. I th- but I thought I was dreaming. All over or just? Um, well, in sort of 
areas, you know, if you were strategic, you might choose them. Right. And makes sense. Yeah. So I am pretty excited about the suit just for pretty much for that reason. Cause I, I, I enjoyed that time the way yeah, I felt. I would also make sure that you cut the tags off and like, don't talk. I'm not sure. It may be ill gotten. Cut the tags off. I don't know. I don't. I do. Do custom suits even come with tags? I don't. I don't know. How did he pay for it? Imperial credits. I don't know. Okay, fair enough. You're yeah. right. You're right. Well, I don't know. Am I right? Well, you know. I, yeah, I'm right. You're right. Um, well, that's exciting, Tam Ram, uh, and also you know Marmat, of yeah. course, calling the shots and running all our, doing all the hard work for us. We appreciate that. Did you see on Instagram, it was posted on our site last week. It was a pretty big day. I was at Target, and I was caught in between them dismantling the Valentine's candy and them putting up the Easter candy. Oh, wow. Yeah. No, I didn't. People, a lot of people go their whole life and never see that. How did Marmat know about that? I guess that's a that's the big question. He's in charge of our Instagram page, so he he's expected to know that stuff. Yeah, I guess. But, I mean, I don't know. It's a little bit scary, but it's cool. Yeah. Um, well, you know. Sounds fine. Nothing could go wrong. Yeah, sorry. No, 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 nothing. Nothing could go wrong. That's advice I, I give to a lot of people. Don't worry. Nothing can go wrong. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Martin, I wanted us to talk this week about uh, about Axis and Allies. You know, we've. We've been we've been sort of living in a world of uh, of you know polemics uh, where you know sort of everyone is divided. There's wars, you know, that we're actively involved in or very close to being involved in, uh, and there are bad people out in the world just shamelessly, you know. Uh, out there for everyone to see. And I thought, you know, maybe our listeners are, are feeling a little bit of, you know, feeling tired of that or just having maybe a little bit of discomfort coping with it. And I thought, you know, we should talk about our, you know, access powers for, for us and our allied powers, you know, to, to give people a little perspective and open up some conversation about, you know, how we're, how we live. So Martin, I've, I've asked us to come up with one example of each. Um, and, uh, you know, just in case there's any confusion, the allies are the good, good people and the Axis powers are the bad people. Yeah. It comes from, there was a board game called Axis and allies and you'd go to your neighbor's house and it would take like 40 minutes to set up and then you'd play for a half hour and then you'd have to leave and you'd never finish. Yes. Um, and there's like different, no, it's from world war two. It is the allies, France, Britain, Russia, United States, that whole thing. Yeah. It started the, the access, the access declaration between Italy and Germany in the thirties was the first use of that, uh, Mussolini and, Hitler. And but, then of course W called used it 
you know, read the echo of history when he came up with his axis of evil. Uh, anyway. He said it so well. I'd yeah. Almost like, well, I don't know. He must have said it equally as well. So I, I want to start with a, I'm one of my allies. Um, and I, I wonder, I think people are going to be a little bit surprised by this. But, you know, sometimes you find allies in strange places. But, you know, I've got an ally, Martin, in Packers fans. And I, I just, you know, I got to say, like, I grew up absolutely just despising the Packers. I would, I used to cut the headlines out of the Chicago newspapers after they, the Bears would beat the Packers, which they, when we were kids, was the norm. Yes. And I would mail them to my, to my friend's dad <laughs> that lived in Milwaukee. He never responded, as you can imagine, and then I stopped sending them. Um, that was that was your fault for stop sending them, though. Maybe the Packers were winning, so it may be timed right. My brother is a Packers fan. He I, he he definitely only did that because my dad was a huge Bears fan, sort of like we were talking about earlier. But you know that's not that weird. Um, and you know, live now that I live outside of Chicago. Um, I hate to say it, but the, the truth is very clear that there are way more Packers fans, bandwagon Packers fans around the United States than there are Bears fans. I mean, that's just the reality. And whenever I'm wearing my Bears stuff, which as everybody knows, I do, I they think they all think I'm trying to be like, I live in Chicago, I'm from Chicago, even though I've lived in Virginia for 14 years, but that's just how I dress. I, it's, I'm not trying to make a point. That's just how I dress. Anyway, they always all come up, and but it's always good natured. And then we just end up talking about the Midwest and how much we miss it, and we, you know, we give a little bonding there. Um, and of all the time you and I have spent in northern Wisconsin, you know, I mean, come on, w- whether we like it or not, we've got some really good friends up there that are Packers fans. Yeah, I'll say and, this, Matt. You and never... they all do, they all don't now. They don't like their former quarterback either. So, you know, we have that now. We can share yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, that's true. There is a popular saying going around. Right. It's a four letter word, and then Rogers and Trump. Yes, it is going popular. around. Popular. I was down. Yeah. Just walking by the store the other day, and some people were out there and like, "Hey, Martin," and they would just say it. And it's like Mag. Wait, anyway, something Rogers and Trump. I heard it's being talked. I've heard people are saying it down in Arizona too. Yeah. Oh, big time. Yeah, big time. Well, pretty good. I maybe took your instructions a little bit too literally. Okay, but that's okay. It still applies. Um. So I'm sure a lot of people when I gave the when we gave the intro and I started talking about it, they're like, "Oh, Martin's definitely going to pick the United Kingdom as or as his ally." Yeah, see, Matt knows. Yes. Yesterday was President's Day, and I was they had this John Adams docu like not documentary, but like show on HBO, and there was a scene where he goes to like the King of England after 
the United States beats England to win independence. And he's like in there bowing and stuff. And I'm thinking to myself, no, like that's the king. That's your enemy. You just beat him. He should bow to you. Right. Right. I mean, come on. So it's not Britain, obviously. Yes. And also they're too European. Um, So now it's like, well, there's really sort of a good model just to our north. So obviously I'm picking, yeah, Canada, Matt. The Dominion of Canada? Canada. Yeah. They have national health care. If you don't like that, come and talk to us about it on the show. Right. But if you don't like it, come and talk to us about it on the show. You mean the health care part? Yeah, nationalized health care. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Please feel free to come on the show and tell us you don't like it. Yeah, it'll we would, be fine. We would make 20 shows about that. Yep. Um, about you. They have pretty much all the key sports there. And they also understand that soccer is like, it's not really for us. You know what I mean? Yeah, yes. That's that's a really good observation. Yes. Yeah. I'm not saying soccer is bad. It just, pro- you know, it's not for us. <laughs> um, they generally yeah. make pretty solid decisions in terms of foreign policy. Yes. Right. What else do you want? Canada, Canada, and they have a cool flag. Yeah, true, and a cool anthem. Yeah, and even though they have a monarch's face on their money, that's a little weird. It's a little Stockholm syndrome-y, but I mean, they're kind of rebellious too. Yeah, you know. But if if someone had Stockholm syndrome and was like in front of you, you would you be like? You're not. Re- would you call them out? No, that's no. not what you do. It would be too. F- they're e- too fragile. Their psyches. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, Canada. Uh, very good. Um, okay, my Axis Power Martin gun owners. Oh. Okay. Um, you know, I've done shooting. I've, you know, my my uncle taught me to shoot a twenty two when I was a kid, and I, I thought it was really cool. I enjoyed it. Um, then I really didn't touch guns for most of my life until I was in my thirties and I got into trap shooting a little bit, you know, where they, you get a shotgun and they throw the things in the air and you try to hit them. Um, I, that was pretty fun. I had fun with that. It was cool. Lot, you know, like a lot of noise and, you know, you got to be careful and everything and wear sunglasses, you know, you got, it's kind of like, you know male alpha male thing kind of kind of but let's just you know it it's just so completely obvious that you know cuz probably by the time this episode comes out there'll be some other mass shooting we have such we have so many guns in this country we have more guns than people i believe i think that's actually true um and that's just that's just not working for us, you know? So my thing is like, I don't know, like there are so many people I know who own guns who own like 10 of them. You know, they don't just have one. That it's, I mean, I'm not saying there aren't some people that just have one, which I'm okay with. I mean, it's legal right now. I'm okay with them being around in general. 
the idea that everybody needs to have as many as they can and to have as many as it to have them be as deadly and just totally over the top in their power of killing people killing power is ridiculous so why they're your toys people give up your toys for children who are getting murdered by guns the answer is to have less guns and to restrict them and make people responsible for what they do with them like with cars we all know it so just get over your no one will take my toys away bs there are other cool machines you could own there's plenty of them watches you know nice pens new gla- like glasses where you can just, be like yeah. anywhere you want just but why you need to have you know the newest most you know pearl handled engraved come on just come on it's you're indulging your this thing in yourself that is just totally antisocial so i'm not impressed anyway so that's I'll my access power fair i it's hard for me to even add any more on that it was perfect um so again i might have taken this a little bit too literally my access power is part of the axis of evil matt okay north korea oh yeah see you say that in sort of like a serious but joking way no but it also is like oh yeah like they're the worst country in the world <laughs> yeah right yeah i mean um, yes. when you see, there may be other countries that are worse but this country's on the news the most for being the worst you just don't know what they're gonna do maybe that's their thing fair that's a fair and then you hear about people that live there that manage to get out and you're like this is the worst country i've ever seen there was a thing i just saw these north korean teenagers got caught watching south korean tv shows and they were paraded in front of this group of like thousands of teenagers blindfolded and then they were uh found guilty and they were going to be executed wow yeah yeah so it's a very extreme end the other interesting point i wanted to make here on this too i just thought of is in a way you can trace them back to the japanese empire during world war ii one of the original axis powers since i believe that was part of manchuria at that point possibly okay but yeah. definitely the japanese had control over the korean peninsula either way and it has gone poorly for north korea certainly since then yes just you know little but yeah north korea matt you don't want to go there you don't even want to think about going there you don't want your country ever to be like that anytime your government is close to like that you think it's the worst thing that could ever happen it's it's all bad and really what what more evidence do you need other than dennis rodman was the only american that was allowed to go there yeah true good point i mean good love point. you dennis but well i i do like you but i also don't but anyway yeah martin let's move on to 33 perfect uh i'm gonna ask you to go ahead and go first okay good good 
Um, you ready for some 33, Matt? 33. Family Feud. Um, I really liked that game and thought it was good. Um, and I liked the big X's that would go on the screen when you were wrong. And I liked Richard Dawson, the announcer or the host. Um, he just was like, there was like something about him that just reminds, that's like sort of like a archetype of men in the late seventies, early eighties for me. And remember when he was in the movie, like, uh, the running run, man, the running man with Schwarzenegger. That movie's good. It is. And he was good in that too. And and I think he played a game show host in that. He did. He did. Yeah. Well, okay. well done. Thanks. Wheel of fortune. Um, Pat Sajak is the, from the South side of Chicago. Um, he's kind of, you know, like a regular Chicago guy, except he's a huge right winger. Um, and he's the chairman of the board of directors for Hillsdale college, which is some right wing propaganda, mind washing Institute. Um, I don't know. He seems like he hates everyone on the show now, but that's a show I remember watching when I would be homesick during the day. And what used to happen is when you'd win your money, they'd they'd take you to like a showroom and you'd go around and buy stuff. You'd be like, I'll take the, you know, ironing set for 100 and the, you know, new microwave for 250 because everything was for housewives back then. Yeah, it was it was better show back then when they did that. Yes. Jeopardy. Um, I have my new thing is I'll watch the first half hour of the PBS news hour, which is an hour. I'll watch the first half and then I'll at the half I'll switch to ABC and watch Jeopardy because it makes me feel smart when I know stuff. And nice. I feel like I'm pretty good at it. And then every time I. <laughs> Then I think of one of our friends that went on Jeopardy who's really smart and just like barely answered any questions and looked like he was like, like had no idea what was going on. And I can only imagine how I would look on there. Okay. If you've seen the Steve Harvey family feud. Yes. Yeah. Love it. Pretty good. Yes. Steve Harvey's good. Oh, he's really good at it. Yeah. He's really good at it. Very, very funny. Yeah. Um, Okay, the name of the game is 33? 33. The NFL draft. Well, it's coming up. Um, It's a way to trick Bears fans into liking the team right now. I definitely feel like because we have, like, all these good draft picks. Um, It's still pretty good. I'm sort of amazed that they haven't milked it totally dry in terms they of haven't? interest, but well, I okay. don't, people are still talking about it. You just don't like it that much. Okay. Okay. Um, I think, but it's not one of those things where they're just trying to throw it out there to try to get people to talk about it. People are into it. Surprisingly. NCAA men's basketball conference tournaments. They're pretty dumb. Okay, because nobody cares. You're just trying to get into the big dance, right? Yeah, it's just like... I mean, 
it's a way for you to get into the tournament if you're not going to get in, which is sort of cool. And it just is a way for them to play more basketball games. But it's right before the tournament, and no one really cares. And if you're terrible, like the team I follow, it's still possible that if somehow you win your conference tournament, you automatically go to March Madness. That's the only redeeming quality I can see at this point. Which does occasionally happen. Okay. Major League Baseball spring training. Oh, it's still pretty good. It's it's definitely the best one of yeah. any preseason by Correct. far. And, you know, at least from what I've been told, it's important, at least for the pitchers. Now, that could just be something made up to, like, they could show up really, like, 10 days before and just be ready. I don't think so, but maybe. Oh, somebody listening to this... Um is right now going to just tear that argument apart with stats. But anyway. Like I said, I'm not sure. I don't think so. I think they need all the time, but maybe not. But either way, you go out there, it's fun. Like, it's a circus, whatever. It's cool. You like it. Ooh, circus. Yeah. Sounds fun. I know, right? Okay, let's do, uh, let's finish up the show, Martin, with hurrahs and huzzahs. Um. Hurrahs are the good one. Huzzahs the bad one. Um, my hurrah this week, Martin. I asked you a question. I asked you to tell me the years of the cars that you owned. The last three of them, the 2007 Toyota Highlander. What color was that? That was like silverish. Okay, it was iced amethyst pearl. Okay. Uh, the 2016 Nissan Rogue or Rouge, as people say. Yeah. What color it was, was that like one? Dark greenish, maybe. Okay. Uh, jade metallic. Okay. Uh huh. And the 2022 to- Toyota Sienna Hybrid, all-wheel drive. Yeah, it's like silver gray. Okay. It's pre-dawn gray mica. So okay, those all sound made up. Well, they are. Uh, so I'm giving a huzzah to a car I saw for sale on this auction Wait, site. a hurrah or a huzzah? A hurrah. Okay, it's good. It's on this auction site that I, that I go to, and it's a 1985 Toyota pickup extra cab deluxe 4x4, which is an awesome way of je- na- naming things that Japanese companies used to do, just like all this weird deluxe and all this. Anyway, the color of this beautiful old truck is creme. Oh. C-R-E-M-E. It's just creme. So, hurrah to you, creme Toyota pickup truck. Well done. Um, My huzzah this week, I almost didn't give it a huzzah because it's so obvious, but I don't know if you watch any of the NBA All-Star Weekend. My guess is you watch almost zero. I I did watch zero. See. So let me give you a quick recap. The guy who won the slam dunk contest. Oh, yeah, I know. He's from Southwest Virginia. He has not played a game in the NBA this season. Right. He's played four games in the NBA over the past, like, six years. Yep. So he's not a player in the league. I know. Okay. 
In the All-Star game, they scored, like, the winning team scored 211 points. <laughs> yeah, I saw that, too. <laughs> the commissioner, I guess, goes out there and is like, good job on scoring points, right? Yeah. It's, it's, this is the time when you just have to realize that no one likes it. You just get made fun of. For the second most popular sport in the world, this is terrible. There's a lot of just natural interest. What if they were just like, we just want you to go out there and play hard and no one's going to play more than 10 minutes? I mean, if I were there, I'd be like, would you guys stop scoring? Like, it's getting old, honestly. Like, they took it and, and turned it completely upside down. The only play that I saw, so like LeBron James was dribbling down the court and this guy was sort of standing by the free throw line. And then LeBron James threw it off the backboard and ran and dunked it, sort of. He didn't really run. Yeah. Um, it just is not fun. If you watch it, you'd want to throw up. It's bad. It makes yeah. the league look terrible. It makes the players look terrible. No one likes it. Like, yeah. it's basketball. You can go out there and play basketball and play hard. It's not a big deal. Give them a no, week off a on each end. Because people would really want to see that. I don't care. You have to realize both sides, the players, you look really dumb. It's basketball is probably my favorite game of all the of all the major sports. It's just it's so fun. When you see good basketball, it is so fun. So that was pretty much the complete opposite of good basketball. Yes. And with that, we'll see you next week. Have a great week, everybody.